This is The Culture Code with Kevin Cruz, founder and CEO of LeadX, the platform that helps you scale and sustain a high-performance culture. Hello, everyone. I'm Kevin Cruz. Welcome back to Culture Code. Our guest today is the Chief People Officer of TopTall, Michelle Labby. Michelle, welcome. And where are you coming from today, by the way? Thank you for having me, Kevin. I currently am in Southwest Florida, Bonita Springs. Bonita Springs. So working hot here today. Like really, really hot, right? Like 115 heat index today. Oh my gosh. I'm just outside Philly Northeast. It's been nice, but everyone's joking about like go lobstering down in Florida and the lobster's already cooked for you. It'd be like the water temperature is supposed to be so hot right now. Yeah, it's not relaxing if you get into a pool or the ocean. That's crazy. Well, I wish for cooler weather soon for you. Luckily, we have air conditioning. So yes, absolutely. (laughs) Couldn't live without that. I was just interviewing someone who was in Austin, Texas, also experiencing heat. And he said it isn't so bad. He says, look, you work in the day, you're in air conditioning. And so when you go out, it's usually in the morning or you're going out at night and it's a little cooler. So he says it's not that big a deal, but (laughs) it'd be nice to have the cooler pools. Absolutely. So Michelle, for those who aren't familiar with your organization, like just in plain language, tell us like, what do you guys do? Where's headquarters, et cetera? Absolutely. So we were founded in 2010 and we have never had an office. So we are hundred percent fully remote. We are now the world's largest fully remote workforce. And we have served over 21,000 clients and we have a global network of talent in 140 plus countries. And what TopTel does is we're a network of the world's top talent in business, design, technology, and we enable companies to scale their teams on demand. So roughly how many employees, core employees at TopTel? So roughly 1,300 plus in 70 plus countries. Yeah, that's incredible. Global. And I want to clarify for the listeners, I mean, when you're talking about top talent and a, a talent marketplace, there's other marketplaces out there that might be a great place for me to hire a ghostwriters and they kind of specialize Absolutely. in that or maybe some web development. But I could literally go to your website and find like a chief people officer, perhaps, right? It's top talent. Yep. And it's the top 3%, we say, of talent across the world. You have to do a lot of testing. So we're not one of those companies. There are other ones that you can just sign up and you are an expert, right? And you can say you're an expert, but we actually go through a lot of testing and screening and checking to make sure that you really are an expert and you say that you have the skills that you do. So you were fully remote from day one, a little early on the fully remote trend. Absolutely. (laughs) COVID did not impact us as much as it did other people. Why do you think the organization was remote from day one? And do you think you figured out like, what are some tips people could learn from you who are still, because we're hearing stories about even Zoom calling people back to work, Zoom of all places, yeah. right? So what are you guys doing that others haven't quite figured out? Well, I think our founder, Tasso Duval, was really smart in figuring out that he was looking for engineers and he found them in Eastern Europe, for instance, where he needed a lot of projects and could hire them around the world. And so he was in the States. He was on the West Coast, but things need to happen overnight and at all times of the day to keep things going around the clock. You go to bed, you want something done, you wake up, it's already done for you. And so having people all around the world, also the diversity of talent 
So one of the things that we do and I love about TopTel is when I post for a job, I post anywhere in the world. You can live anywhere. I just want the best person for the job as long as you can speak English and write in English. And I think also, you know, we get rid of the overhead. There's no office. It's not hierarchical because I don't know if you're sitting in an office or a cube or a bench. We're all boxes on a screen and we don't use email. Actually, we are a Zoom and Slack company. If we're talking to clients or candidates, we use email. But internally, we're talking to each other, we're engaging, we're helping each other, we're collaborating. And we spend a lot of time on our culture and how to bring people together and feel like we're one company and there's something for everybody. And so that's the thing that brings me the greatest joy. Because when I got called about this job, I'm like, what do you mean an HR job that's fully remote? Never heard of that before. What does that look like? And almost five years later, it's incredible. So we're going to go into the details of how you get keep the culture and develop the culture you have. But let's just back up and say, okay, we know what it's like. You're fully remote, but each company's culture is different. You obviously have a high-performing culture to grow the way you've been growing, to win the, the accolades you have. In a few words, like how would you describe to an outsider what top-down culture is like? So... One of the things that I that we do is we have our culture page on our website and we send it to every... So our cultural attributes are listed and we send it to every candidate when they're interviewing. I would say the attributes that stand out to me are what I somewhat mentioned, being collaborative, direct, helpful, and I would probably say challenging. So when you're remote, you can't really hide. I mean, you can hide... But it's all about your output, right? Mm -hmm. I don't care if you have to walk your dog or go to the dentist or whatever, but you know what your job is and what you have to do to perform and what we expect. Yeah, that's and not to make this whole show about the remote thing. So LeadX has been fully remote, but we're we've only been around for six years and we're small. So it's not that quite the same thing. But I've always felt that and still feel that companies that are managers who don't like the remote thing, it's because they don't know how to manage outcomes. They think they can manage activity if they see the person outside their cube. And first of all, just because you're in an office doesn't mean you're productive, but it's really a lack of management skills, leadership skills. And trust. And trust. That's right. And trust. So things like, you know, challenging and helpful. So you have a clearly defined culture. Not everybody does. So kudos again to that. It's right on your, right on your webpage. You know, what are some of the ways everybody knows what it is? But how do you kind of sustain it? Make sure people are living it day to day. Yeah. And I would say, you know, I've been at many companies where you have this culture page up and it's, you see it and it's not real. You don't walk the walk and talk the talk. It's kind of what you just put on the website or put on your wall in an office. Our culture is really, you know, it's the DNA that's running through our organization. So we hire to it. So we do culture interviews when we're interviewing people, we review to it. Right. So when we're doing peer reviews, manager feedback, we don't have a formal annual review process. It's ongoing now. But all of those feedback forms require you to kind of rate somebody's culture and how they're embracing it. Our rewards and recognition program is built around our cultural attributes. And so really everybody knows, and you can be in a meeting and get challenged. Hey, I'm not sure that's the best idea that I've ever seen. And you have to know it's coming from a place of good intentions. Because that's who we are, our leaders and our managers. It's how we run initiatives. It's how we have OKRs. It's how we run meetings. It's about accountability. And you see it in every meeting that we're in. 
so much good stuff here. I want to highlight for the listeners is I love it that you started with, we hire for it. And there are some people, I don't completely agree with this, like Jim Collins, good to great author. Yeah. He says, you can't change culture. You have to hire different people to, to change culture. He doesn't think you can really change behaviors. I don't take it quite that far, but it sure is easier to hire people that fit, right? <laughs> Instead of trying yeah. to get them to change their ways. And then um, we've had people that we've sent our culture page and looked at it and they're like, you know what? I don't think that's for me. And I'm like, great, no problem. I'm glad we know coming up front because, you know, it's not a, so, I mean, we're a startup. We are 40% year over year growth historically, like we move fast. And so, you know, you kind of want to get on and, and there's a lot of like-minded people here. That's a sign of great culture, right? Is a culture that will act as a magnet to some, kind of draw in people who want to be part of that tribe, but it will repel often many more. That's a great sign of a unique culture. And the other we thing you- do a lot to sustain it. We work at it, right? We have integrations through Slack, like Donut, where we have matching people who like, you asked about sustaining our culture, right? So we make sure that people are meeting up from different countries that match people and they're like having coffee and donuts. Oh, neat. You know, because we don't have a, you're not meeting somebody in the kitchen when you're getting coffee. So we have something called Top Vibes and we do all these Slack channels. We have pet lovers and cooking and dads in the trenches. And we do a year-end project. A few years ago, we did a music video internationally. Then we did a cookbook. Last year we did, we took our logo and it's almost like a flat Stanley and put it around the world and everyone's a view. This year, we're working on something special too for end of year. So, and really it takes everybody and everybody contributes. So I loved Flat Stanley when I was about seven. <laughs> so I'm kind of obsessed about the role and the value of frontline leaders. Gallup research, LeadX research suggests you know, about 70% of the variance in employee engagement, how committed we are to work is filtered by our managers, the managers count. You join a, a good company, but you'll leave a bad boss. You'll stay in a suboptimal company if you have a great boss. So they're really important for culture and engagement. You're a mid-sized company, not a large company. So you might not have as many resources to invest in manager training, leadership development as others. So I'm curious, how do you make sure these frontline leaders who are touching more lives than anyone else are fostering the culture and the behaviors that you want to see? So I have invested heavily in my learning and development team. I feel very strongly that that team is intact and continues to grow. We have done a lot around manager training and we continue to. So this year, for instance, we've launched four different paths where there's like an intro to people management for people who think like, do I want to be a manager? What mm. does that look like? Do I have to be a manager to advance in my career? Just, you know, kind of a look at what that looks like. We've done stuff for newly promoted managers, a whole path around that, or new to TopTel, because just because you were a manager at another company, how do you manage fully remote, for instance? So we have like manager foundation courses, and then we have manager excellence courses. So those people that are really good managers, but how are you going to get them ready to be a senior leader at the company? And we cover topics basically from anything, effective one-on-ones, how to run a meeting, how to give feedback, what's the difference between coaching and managing and leading. So really how to establish trust. Any course that you can think of, we rate the courses, we ask for feedback. We do a lot of surveys and questioning afterwards to say, did you find this effective? What else are we missing? 
And I love having our internal team because we can turn on a dime. We can build things. You know, if our engineering teams want something specific and our sales teams want something else, we can pivot because sales managers and engineering managers, yes, there's a lot in common, but they also are very different. Is your L&D team delivering these courses through Zoom in a live virtual? Are these self-paced? We do a combination. Yeah. So we do a combination. We do a lot of live. We do some that are pre-recorded through Lessonly, which is our LMS that we use. Mm. And we supplement some through either Udemy or LinkedIn Learning. We recommend books or TED Talks. So it's really a bunch of different ways to keep the folks engaged, right? Because if you're just sitting on a seminar filming for hours every time, it's boring. So you really want that interaction. When you talk about the high performing and unique culture you have, clearly you can see it. Like, so you see it in a meeting, you hear it in the language, but what are some of the other ways that you've created systems to get feedback and data on culture and engagement, whether it's employee engagement surveys or things of that nature? Yeah. So a couple of things. So we do what we call poll surveys through Mm -hmm. Slack, and those are every other month. We ask just the two questions, how happy are you to work here and how likely are you to recommend somebody? And because we have such a direct and transparent culture, those are not anonymous. So I encourage everybody to tell me, where are we failing? Where are we falling behind? What's great? Where can we improve? And then I get on our monthly all hands and I share, here's the feedback. Here's what you guys said we're doing great. Here's where you said we need to fix. And here's what we're going to do about it. So I have that for the company. And then each of our functions has, we use Culture Amp and we do a survey twice a year to really do the anonymous digging in, how's your manager, a lot of the details. So we do that. Plus we have 360 reviews. You can submit the way we've set it up is you can submit a review of anybody at any time. Hmm. You don't have to be asked, you know, and you can choose, is it going to go to you, the person that you're reviewing and their manager or just the manager? Mm Mm-hmm. So we have that. And we also have quarterly, the functions, the bigger functions have all hands meetings, either bi-monthly or quarterly. And they're sharing the same results that they're getting as well. Yeah. I love um, the cadence of feedback. We recommend that companies do the employee engagement thing at least twice a year. And then most companies don't want to pulse so frequently. We think the frequency of your pulse survey should match the frequency of the growth. And so if you're growing 40% a year, you just think about how many new people have joined in any given quarter. And so to do a short, not burdensome thing using something like employee NPS, would you refer, you know, friend or family to to work here? I mean, that's just a great way to keep your fingers on the pulse. And we share it, right? Because that's the big thing you want. You have to give them, let them know that you have to tell them, we heard you, this is what (laughs) you said, and you can't fake it, right? And you have to have action plans when you're coming out of these surveys to say, you know, and then gut check yourself the next time. Did we do what we say we were going to do? Yeah. Great way to disengage everybody is to keep asking them to take the surveys and never loop back and let them know what's going on with it. Yeah. That's incredible. You've already mentioned, I mean, this is a short format podcast. Um, You've already mentioned so many cool initiatives, but is there anything that stands out to you that you're especially proud of, or, you know, want to highlight that you're doing? I think the thing that we're focused on right now is measuring engagement. So really how engaged are people? Because I can't see you. I don't walk by your desk. And really just looking at interactions, like are, are you part of the mentor program? Are you a culture interviewer? Because we invite people. Are you part of our top vibes committee? Are you participating mm. in the book club and attending our lunch and learns? And we do a lot of top topics where we have speakers come in. Really just seeing, because the more engaged you are, the more 
happy you are, Mm -hmm. the more likely you are to stay. So I would say that's one area. And then the second thing we're really focusing on is internal transfers. I want people to feel like I have opportunities at TopTel. I don't have to leave TopTel. So when we slowed down recruiting a few months ago, picked back up, but when we slowed down, I sent a bunch of my recruiters to the sales team. I was like, if you're selling TopTel, you can sell it to candidates, you can sell it to clients. Right. So I spent a lot of time saying, do you want this skill set? And we invest in training people. We invest in saying, hey, we'll put you, you can job shadow, you can do this, you can do that. Because I really think giving people a new skill set or new opportunities or new opportunity to even try something, you don't even have to stay there. That's right. Something to try. You mentioned a top towel book club. So is there a particular book that like, if you could just send it to every colleague, what book might that be? So funny that you asked that because on my podcast, I'm a big reader. And on my podcast, I ask everybody, I ask all of my guests what they, what book they would recommend. So we have this in common. Yes, we do. So I had two, but I'm going to say first the culture map. Because we are such an international and globally distributed company, I think that Culture Map by Aaron Meyer is really great because it tells you, you know, how people think and get things done and communicate across cultures. So I think that's huge. She's super strong. She helped write Reed Hoffman's book from Netflix too. Yes. That was really cool. So similar question, but not a book. I'm thinking like, okay, thinking about everything that's going on in the world, what your organization is going to face over the next six months, 12 months. You wave your magic wand and every employee leans into this behavior or skill a little bit more. They develop this skill or behavior a little bit more. What behavior might that be? Well, what I like to see is when people own their own future and their career path. It's that proactiveness, you know, where people are like, not something like, oh, I didn't get promoted. Well, did you want to get promoted? Like speak up and, and get a mentor and seek advice and volunteer to work on something that makes you uncomfortable, that's going to challenge you so that you can show what you have in you. That's great. Final question. What excites you the most about your company right now? Ooh, that's a big one. I think right now, TopTel's focus, you know, the market's so up and down, right? We Who knows what's happening? Every day it changes. And so TopTel is really focusing on expanding our offerings, which I really am proud of. So we can now meet our customers where they are. So instead of just saying we have these developers and we have designers and we have these people waiting, we can actually offer the services. What do you want? We can bring it to you. We can consult with you and just give you the whole package. We can project manage it. We can give you the staff. We can do whatever you need. And so I think it's really being able to meet our customers where we are and expanding, you know, it's an end-to-end solution, not just people. Opens up a whole new area and can I can see how that could keep that growth going. Yeah. And really just our people, because that's the backbone of our company and just continuing yep. to grow and hire amazing people that contribute to our culture. Michelle, before you go, I know you mentioned that um, you are a host of a podcast. So tell us about the podcast. Yeah. So it is called the Talent Economy Podcast. Um, if you go to staffing.com, you will see talent. Economy. What a great URL, right? Staffing.com. <laughs> Absolutely. And I speak to other people in my position, whether it's head of HR, head of talent, some founders, a couple presidents here, there, learning and development folks, but really it's conversations that are just about a half hour. And I talk through every industry, you know, it could be healthcare, it could be Zoom, it could be, I talked to the woman in the Grammys and Universal Music Group. So something for everybody. And it's really more about what trends folks are seeing, what's interesting out there, what they're looking for, or 
what the market's doing and just sharing great ideas. I look forward to diving into it myself. I've been doing this kind of stuff for 30 years, so I think I fake it, but you're doing peer-to-peer. This is like, imagine, you know, two great friends who all have uh, the same job and you're like eavesdropping on their coffee conversation or or whatever beverage uh, people want. And so that's an exciting thing, you know, to bring bring that perspective. I look forward to listening in. Great, thank you. Michelle, thanks again for taking the time. We're doing this on a late Friday afternoon. I know we're both East Coasters, so hopefully this is your last um, meeting of the day, but thanks for sharing your, uh, your practices for great culture. Thank you, Kevin. It's been great talking to you. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the Culture Code Podcast. Are you looking to build, refine, or revamp a training program? We team up with companies like Northwestern Mutual, Sineos Health, and Duck Creek Technologies to roll out highly engaging training series for emerging leaders, new managers, women in leadership, high potential managers, sales enablement, and more. Check it out at leadx.org. What makes these series so uniquely engaging? We help you build a full system of development that leverages our cutting edge platform and world-class training. We blend together world-class cohort-based virtual training and group coaching, personalized nudges, micro-learning, and on-demand office hour style coaching. Go check it out at leadx.org.